Welcome to a brand new episode of All Fantasy Everything. My name is Jay. And I'm Agent K. You would be Jay. I would be Tommy Lee Jones, I think. Yeah, definitely. I think you're more you're more uh laced up. You're more clean cut. Yeah. I'm a rebel. I've got things that I need to do. Yeah. I'm out here wiling because I'm young and hungry and I'm trying to get some bad boys. Yeah. My favorite part of that movie is where he shoots that little girl in the training thing. The first men in black. It's so good. Yeah. He's like, he's just at the gym. You just get, I don't want people getting shooting at me. I can get my pump on. I don't know what he says, but <laughs> it's that kind of idea. And I'm into it. Let's talk about Sandra Bullock. Um, before we do that, can I send you a link to something? Yeah. Okay. Give me just a second. This is very important. And I learned about this, uh, a, a couple of weeks ago cause I saw it in a store. Um, and I thought this would be good content. So let's see what you think there. Okay. I sent it to you. Shane, let me introduce you to the battery daddy. <laughs> okay, I'm with you so far. For $20, you can buy this case. I saw it at the store that holds over, where's the big number at? I don't know, a bunch of batteries, basically. Holds 180 batteries. There's so many batteries you can fit into this thing, right? It comes double-sided design, holds 78 AA's, 64 AAA's, 8 9 volts, 10 C's, 12 coin cells, and 8 D's. It includes a battery tester. 8 D's nuts. <laughs> nice. But I saw this in the store and freaked out. It was in my local Kroger, the battery daddy. The battery daddy. I was, and I got so excited about it because, one, I'm always needing batteries. Mm-hmm. And our batteries included. Yeah. The battery daddy. So it's chock full of batteries. Yeah. So the $20 includes batteries. Or yeah. yeah. Just I just said the that case. Yeah. Batteries are included. Batteries are separated and included sleek and compact fits perfectly inside drawers. It doesn't say that they're included anywhere. You're a liar. Carrying handle. You can take, Oh, batteries not included. Yeah. <laughs> It super says batteries not included. So you're paying $20 for a hunk of plastic and you don't even get batteries. Also, batteries are expensive. I've turned back around on the battery daddy. <laughs> yeah, fuck the battery daddy. We're no. not in. I was so excited about the battery daddy. You're just buying a daddy. You're not even getting the batteries. It's just I was, a daddy. I was so comforted by the word daddy. I didn't read everything. <laughs> you were just so hyped to have a father figure in your life. I needed it so bad. <laughs> like, yeah, this is, it's got a battery tester in it. I was like, this is it. This is what I need. Uh, hey, let's just give everybody a, an official welcome to season 69 of the Nice Boys podcast. Welcome. How's it feel? It's a comeback. Sorry we were gone for so long. We had shit to do. We've been uh, real busy. Super busy. Uh, I I bought a Guy Fieri shirt since the last time we talked. Yeah. Hey, that's a good shirt. Thanks. It says legalized donkey sauce. I like that shirt. Nothing but love for my president. Oh, I saw some memes that was uh, like the born guy identity. 
and Ed. Uh, I need that. And so the water boy was the water guy. <laughs> I love that guy on there. You need to send those to me. I'll get them to you. But yeah, man. Yeah, we uh, guys, we do have some news. We have a Patreon. Woo! There'll probably be an ad for it. Yeah. Sign up for our Patreon, please. Well, we can retire. Uh, I think. Uh, yeah, you got any? Say the say the thing. Plug it, and we'll uh, <laughs> we'll get off here. You can follow the Nice Boys Podcast on all forms of social media at Nice Boys Podcast. You can follow me at Shane is Rad. You can follow Austin at Austin Jones TN. I did it. I'm the uh, only Austin in Tennessee. That's true. I haven't met any Austins from Tennessee. Wow. You're the only Austin I see. <laughs> Why has no one said that to me before? <laughs> No one gets you like I do, dude. Why has no one said that to me before? <laughs> That's so easy. <laughs> Why did it take me 12 years? <laughs> That's another excellent question. Say it. Hey, before we get it, dig into Sandra Bullock, I also have another thing I was thinking about. Are the batteries included on this one? Uh, <laughs> you could say that. Okay, right, so... I got just a bunch of random music on on my phone, just like whatever. I have like O Fortuna on there like four times, just like whatever. <laughs> um, so like, but I had it on shuffle this morning. And hey, man, happy October! Today's the mm-hmm. first day Spooky we did season. it. It's it's pumpkin month. Next month is mashed potato month and Christmas month. Those are the three best months of the year, and. Apple knew and on the shuffle came up the monster mash because I have that on there. (laughs) Shit. So I listened to it all the way through this morning because I found a TikTok recently that said, we don't know what the actual monster mash song is because the monster mash is a song about the song, the monster mash. So we have a, this is just a tribute situation on our hands. Correct. But there's deeper, like within the mythos of the Monster Mash universe. I'm gonna pull up the lyrics because um, I need to read this in its full entirety so you can understand what I'm saying. But it's deeper. This isn't. There's a bigger tunnel to go down here. Okay. Okay. We know, you know, working in my lab late one night. That's how it starts out. It's a jam. It's really good. They do the math. Yeah. So, verse four out of five, it says, Out from his coffin, Drax's voice did ring. Seems he was troubled by just one thing. He opened the lid and shook his fist and said, Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? So, you're talking, there's a whole different dance craze. Hang on, hang on. The next line of the rigor mortician says it's now the mash it's now the monster mash so in order to find out what the monster monster mash mash is is, we have to first find out what the transylvanian twist is correct (laughs) also and then drax it said drax dracula yeah but uh, in the line it says drax d-r-a-c apostrophe s okay so that means that Dave Batista plays <laughs> Dracula. Plays Dracula in the monster. <laughs> in the monster mash. The and we're worried about 
what happened to his Transylvanian twist. Yeah. I am because I do want to know how to do the, like, is there, is there like, is there a tutorial for how to do the monster mash? Have you ever seen someone dance the monster mash? Um, I just assumed it was the soldier boy, um, <laughs> but monsters. So I never really delved into it because I just figured they were cranking that, but they were monsters. There's maybe plenty of instructionals on YouTube on how to do said mash on how to do the monster mash. But I'm going to see do if they can... have the original song I'm or is it just images the tribute to the Monster Mash, which is the song that we all know, the Monster Mash. Yeah, which is the Transylvania, formerly known Twins, Transylvania, Transylvania Twist. twist. <laughs> Kids Bob uh, has a as made of popular it. by Dave Batista. Made pop. Yeah, I don't know this. I artwork. edited a version of the Kids Bob version for someone who's teaching a music class to children of the Monster Mash of the Monster Mash. So I listened to that version probably 40 times wow yeah that's a man's job if i've ever seen it i've done it i got paid 40 dollars there's not really a like a like you know like how to tie a tie like picture s thing for the monster mash um which is Um, Look up, uh, look up the Transylvanian twist. Maybe we'll get down to the, the bottom of this. Okay, that's a good point. How to do the Transylvania twist? Okay, let's see here. Okay, so the Transylvania twist is a line dance. Okay, hang Much on. Like the soldier. Hang on. Um, I'm going to play this. I, I don't know if an ad's going to play, so that's going to be trash. There is an ad playing, so hang on. This is Transylvania Twist by Baron Damon and the Vampires, 1963. This is vintage Halloween music. Apparently, it's played on the Addams Family. Dude, it's like surf rock. I'm into it. I'm, I think I like I'm that like, more than the Monster Mash. I, yeah, I was about to say that. So let's bring back the Transylvania twist. We got plenty of time. It's October 1st. Dave Batista was right. He said it first. He knew what we should do. The kids are doing the Transylvania twist. That's what the kids are doing. The and teens the teen, are really into it. The teens know, man. I was thinking, um, you know, we do a, a D&D game. We're probably going to start recording it after this first adventure. But, like, I was thinking, like, about Peyton and how, like, Peyton's funny. And I think I've pinpointed it. It's because, like, he gets our humor. But Peyton is also connected to, like, that Gen Z stuff that I love but I'm not we a part not of. Get, we're not good at, but we appreciate it. But he's good at both of them. And yeah. that's why it. It clicks so good. Dude, I want that. Shane just showed me his Rory Scoville record. Um, All of the worst kind of crackers. 
I was thinking about maybe a uh, Dungeons and Dragons character who thought he was Dracula, like like that was his whole. That would be pretty funny thing. Like maybe he was like a mental patient, and yes, I don't, I don't know. I just want. I guess it's just an excuse to do that accent. Really, have you ever seen the movie Blackula? <laughs> no. Um, it's it truly ter- it was like one of the first scary movies I ever saw and it truly terrified me as a child because there was a lot of satanic shit in it it's a black Dracula Blackula is a 1972 American black exploitation horror film directed by William Crane it stars William Marshall in the title role about an 18th century African prince named Mamawade who is turned into a vampire and later locked in a coffin by Count Dracula in the Count's castle in Transylvania in the early 1780. After Dracula refuses to help, Mama Walde suppress the slave trade. This sounds movie. interesting. It's pretty fun. Look, look it up if you can find it. Yeah, I think I should watch it. But more importantly, it's time to do the Transylvania twist. Can we agree? So. Yes. It's time to bring it back. And I'm sick. I'm sick of people. Listen, this country is had enough of people telling us what to do. We're the majority, not the top one percent. Here's what we're gonna tell you guys to do. Yes, as the other ninety nine. Grab your battery, daddies. Listen to Dave <laughs> Batista. Do the Transylvanian twist. The Transylvania twist. And which brings us to my next point, which is the next point of this podcast. Yes. Sandra Bullock is better than Julia Roberts. You said it. I said it when I said it, brother. Listen, we've been talking a lot about Sandy Bullock for the past couple days off the record, just as friends. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And and we have realized that she is, what was it you said? You said she is not loved. I think she's universally loved, loved, but underappreciated. Underappreciated. Yeah. Yes. I love, we discovered our joint love for Sandra Bullock because I've joked about Miss Congeniality 2 on here and it always makes you laugh, but you never told me about how much you like Sandra Bullock. I love Sandra Bullock. I also love the Miss Congeniality film franchise. It's very good. It's super good. Also, very woke for its time. Um, there's this part where, like, it's the pageant and then this lady just breaks out and she said, I want all the lesbians to know that if I can make it to the top five and the Miss USA pageant, then so can you. And so it's like, that was 2004. So they're doing it. They're getting in there. I think she makes excellent acting choices. Absolutely. Like for what she's going to do. And like, she's always, she's good in everything she does. Like she's really good at comedy. She's really good at drama. Yeah. She's beautiful. Straight babe alert 3000. Yeah. She's in a couple horror movies that have, mm-hmm. that have been pretty decent. She was in speed. She was in speed Two cruise control. Yeah. <laughs> she was in, um, I was telling him that, uh, I got a crush on her when I first watched demolition, man. What a great movie. It's a good movie. Taco Bell won the fast food wars. I brought that up recently, IRL, to someone, and I can't remember who or why. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but you know it was it, it was much needed in the conversation about Taco Bell winning the fast food wars of the future. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's the best choice I think. Because think about it, if you had to pick a fast food restaurant to eat at for the rest of your life, it's not Taco Bell. It's the only one you could pick. That's the only one I'm allowed it's to not pick. Not Taco Bell. Why is that? Is it? You have I, to pick one. Um, that's tough. I think me. Why not? Just because I've had it. I don't uh-huh. think there's. A, I I need something hearty and like just like what they have to offer. Don't do it for me. You're a big also Wendy's guy. Food. I think you would pick Wendy's over Taco Bell. I would pick Wendy's. Over yeah. Taco so what? <laughs> You guys have, so what would you pick? at this point, already heard this conversation. Uh, I would probably pick Chick-fil-A, honestly. It's good. It's just, But their fries are whack. If they're not fresh, but in my ideal paradise, it's fresh. This is the future, man. They That's may have true. perfected fry freshness at this point. Who knows? You, you, you ever watch Spy Kids? Yeah. You know the safe house? Spy Kids 2, Island of Lost Dreams? No. Where they no, go on no, that no. ship and it makes a Steve, burger? Steve Buscemi? Yeah. When they're in the safe house and then it makes the burger. Yeah. That's the situation where you can get ideal Chick-fil-A every time. Boom. Because that Big Mac looks so good. It looks delicious. Yeah. So apparently Sandra Bullock was in a movie called All About Steve and it got a 6% on Rotten Tomatoes. It is on, on Hulu. I almost watched it last night. But it did forty million at the box office. Instead of watching it, I watched "I Love You, Beth Cooper," which is a trash movie. But I wanted to watch it because Paul Rest is in it. I've, I own that film. It's not a good movie. It's fine. It's not good. Okay, she. There's a bunch of her movies I've I haven't seen. Okay, so let's tell the people what your mission is in life now. Uh, did you know that Sandra Bullock voices a character in The Prince of Egypt? Mm-hmm. You didn't know that. I did know that. I know way more about The Prince of Egypt than you do, genius. Did you know that Carmen wrote a song for The Prince of Egypt inspirational soundtrack? Why does Val Kilmer voice God and did Moses? You know that? <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> I believe DC Talk has a has a song on it, too. No, I'm just talking about this list, this actors list, bro. I don't care about them. Dude, this was a stacked list. That's bizarre. Okay. Other Sandra Bullock movies. Uh, I want to purchase and own every Sandra Bullock movie. Like, I've made it my mission to purchase and own every Dwayne movie. I have about half of the Dwayne movies. I don't have all of them. Um, Dwayne's in a lot of movies. And also, Dwayne was, did, like, a stint where, like, a lot of his movies are hard to get because they're bad. Yeah. Well, not all, no, I don't. They're not bad movies, but they didn't do well. Yeah. No. We, I guess we're the wrong people to ask, though, because, like, uh we're about to, at this point, maybe have done a podcast with Danny, and it's going to rock your world of, of how psyched we are about a really maybe bad kind of stupid movie. <laughs> um, we, we're also the people that watched 
the Bill Goldberg vehicle. Santa sleigh. Santa sleigh. And had a good time through most of it. I had a great time. That was a great movie. Yeah, it was really short. It was just Bill Goldberg killing people. Yeah, and then there he met his wife. We the origins of how he met his wife. Yeah, she was in a movie called Making Sandwiches in 1998. I've seen it. It's only 30 minutes long. That's not true. I've never seen it. She plays a character whose name is Melba. Matthew McConaughey's in it. DC Talk sings a song called My Deliverer on the Prince of Egypt inspirational soundtrack. Is it good? It is the Rich Mullins song, My Deliverer. Where it goes, My Deliverer is coming. My Deliverer is standing by. Which fits into our season, season 69. So, Because we're your Deliverer and we are coming. Just on Apple Music, I don't see a DC Talk version. I got Red Rocks Worship, I got Mandisa, and then, of course, the Rich Mullins version. So here's the deal. But it's probably on the Prince of Egypt soundtrack that I have to purchase, which is what I had to do with the Scooby-Doo soundtrack, which also, I don't want to do again. not available online. You have to buy a physical <clears throat> copy of it. The Prince of Egypt soundtrack? The Prince of Egypt, it, Prince of Egypt uh, inspirational soundtrack. It is different than the regular soundtrack. They did a country soundtrack. They did an inspirational soundtrack. I believe they did like a rock and roll soundtrack. Like the press behind the Prince of Egypt movie was huge. When the Prince of Egypt movie first struck, dude, I'm telling you, it was all over. It was all over uh, Christian bookstores. Like the press for Prince of Egypt was ginormous. They were expecting it to be like a huge hit and it was just okay. What, dude, they got Mariah Carey and Whitney mm-hmm. Hughes on the same track. Yeah. That's nuts. Playing with this big boy, Steve Martin and Martin. Amy Grant. Yeah. Carmen. Hans Zimmer produced it. Yeah. That's nuts, bro. That's things you learn, huh? What is this? A uh, possible problematic Carmen song for the Prince of Egypt inspirational soundtrack. Hmm. Where's the words? Coming. Nice. Season 69. Yeah, get it closer, dog. I think I've decided. has a really smooth and sultry voice. No. I think I've decided what lane Carmen tried to take, but he's just not as good. Okay. I, I, as someone who has such nostalgia goggles for Carmen, I cannot wait to hear a fresh perspective. I think Carmen is a not nearly as talented, but tried to get in this lane, Charlie Daniels band. Really? Dude, it's the same storytelling throughout the song. A lot of Charlie Daniels music, you got to think, the Legend of Wooly Swamp, which I have on vinyl, by the when way. You, Carmen the Champion. 
Well, no, I'm not. I'm just saying, like, he's uh, an uneasy writer. You know, of course, the devil went down to Georgia. These songs where he's talking through. There's this big. There's just like Carmen stories. There's this big chorus that's loud and bright and crazy that hooks you into the song. Uh, You know, what's the song? He also wrote a song about America. Um, America again. America, you know. I think, but Charlie, I think Charlie Daniels, rest in power. It was more like, I think his America song was like, he didn't, he didn't write it under the pretext of Jesus. The pretext of Jesus or the pretext of like ultra conservative right wing values. Well, I think he may have had those, but I think it was more of like, I don't know if it was ultra conservative, but more like, fuck yeah, America. Yes. Thank you for saying it so eloquently. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Carmen the Champion. That's a great story about Jesus beating the shit out the devil real nice. Uh, Satan bite the dust. That's a good That's a good uh, beating the shit out of the devil real nice song. Uh, Witch's Invitation. Another beating the shit out of the devil real nice. Uh, Carmen loves to beat the fucking shit out of the devil. He found what he was good at. <laughs> And he doesn't yeah. do it for free, like the Joker no. said. That's right. <laughs> he charges, baby. He charges to come to your home and beat up the devil. Uh, so no, he does not charge for concerts. Wow. He uh, has been doing free shows for like the last 15, 20 years. So Sandra Bullock was in The Blind Side. Fantastic movie. I love The Blind Side. Michael Orr. You make commission? Big mistake. Tim McGraw owning uh, Taco Bell's. Big mistake. Um, so what I've noticed is that Sandra Bullock can only be in movies that are endorsed by Taco Bell. She cannot be in any other <laughs> yeah, fast yeah. food. <laughs> no other fast food. She has an exclusive contract with Taco Bell. Uh, no. What if we just... We've made that joke before, right? It's the, it's, it's the scene from the blind side where he's trying to buy the clothes, but they're not yeah. but big mistake. Big mistake. Huge. <laughs> Huge. Huge. Pretty uh, woman, but it's the blind side. But it's the one scene from the blind the one side. one where Michael Orr is a hooker and he's trying to, <laughs> he's trying to buy clothes. Uh, she was in Oceans 8, which I haven't seen, but I want to. I know. It's, I really want to watch it. I love Sarah Paulson. I love freaking... Uh, is it What's Rihanna in it? I th- uh, yeah. Um, who was I thinking of? Oh, my gosh. I listen to her music all the time. Cardi B. No. Aquafina. Um, Aquafina is in it. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, she was in The Heat with uh, Melissa McCarthy. That movie was funny. She was in Bird Box, dude. I just think she deserves... Oh, with Harry Connick Jr.? Yeah, dude. Good. Why you? You know, you said last night why you were sleeping two weeks notice, dude. Mm-hmm. She she deserves better than what she gets. I think she's a national threat. I think. All right, I'm going to posters.com right now. I'm getting me a Sandra Bullock poster to hang next to my Vigo the Carpathian poster, and your Dwayne the Rock Johnson poster, and your picture of Will Smith. I don't have a Dwayne poster, but I do have pictures of my Bowies. Yeah, he has boy pictures in his room for inspiration. Because Kevin Hart told him to do it on a Joe Rogan podcast. Kevin Hart 
uh, helped me realize that I needed to look at men that inspired me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, look at grown men. Uh, and he also found out that all the men that inspire him are black. That's the truth. But no, that wasn't... Well, I mean, yes, but... They're the best at every, the best at the things that I like. That's true. Um, Acting, you know what? They're not the best sports, at sports, comedy. What? Making Creed music. That's our lane. Hey, that's a good point. Oh, never mind. Darius Rucker. Darius Rucker. <laughs> yeah, never mind. Yep. Forget nope. I said anything. <laughs> so. I don't know, like, what kind of Sandra Bullock poster I should get. I don't want something sexy, you know? No, you don't want a sexy one. You, you Find a picture of her in a blazer and see if you can get it done. Oh, just find a picture and see if I can get that made into a poster? Yeah. That might be a better idea. What do you, what do you think your wife would think about ha- you having a Sandra Bullock poster in your office? I'll tell you what, I don't think she would like it. I'll, I'll be honest with you. And why is that? Are you sexually attracted to Sandra Bullock? I don't I just think she's a wonderful woman. I she's think she's inspirational. A, she's inspiration. But you're not trying to beat them cheeks. No. Okay. Then I think it's fine. It's like having a picture of Michelle Obama by your bed. Okay. Yeah. The greatest uh, first lady of the history of the presidency of all time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sandra Bullock is the first lady of Hollywood. Interesting. You don't think it's like a Betty White? No, I think maybe the old hat. Maybe like the Eleanor Roosevelt. Betty White, Betty White is the Eleanor Roosevelt, but Sandra Bullock is the Michelle Obama. Okay. The Eleanor Mordecai and Rigby. Yes. Did you ever watch the... Uh... The regular show? No, I'm a Christian. Dude, that show is nuts. No, I've seen the regular show. It's good. I'm into it. Uh, Cartoon Network is doing some really amazing things. They do some weird stuff, huh? Yeah. I love it. It's like a bunch of people from like our generation got high, and now they're making cartoons. <laughs> I love it. Uncle, what was his name? Uncle, Uncle Grandpa. I never watched that one. That one's pretty funny. No, I just, I, it, there's like a point where I don't know like where it becomes too stupid for me. Like I don't like Steven universe. Like I just, I'm not into it. I didn't like the uncle grandpa. Um, well, Steven universe is just a fairy princess anime. That's what Caitlin told me. Uh, I don't like uh, what's the show with the cat, the blue cat and the orange cat cat dog. <laughs> Love cat dog, but not what I was talking of. Uh, Garfield and friends. Love Garfield, not what I was talking about. Heathcliff. I'm not a fan of Heathcliff. I think Heathcliff is a not Nazi sympathizer. I think and here's why. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my TED talk. <laughs> Oh God! I think you have to pick a side. I don't. I and and normally I'm for everyone, but I think you have to pick a Garfield or a Heathcliff side. And I'm on the Garfield train. I see absolutely so many Garfield memes. Yeah, I'm. I love Garfield. 
He's a good boy. He's a great boy. I don't I even know what Heathcliff is about. When I was twelve. Okay. What was in I it? Had Garfield toys, Garfield uh, books. I had comic clippings. I had uh, t-shirts, mugs, calendars. Okay. Anything that had Garfield on it, I had it. Um, this was when the first uh, Garfield live-action motion picture came out. So I had all the Wendy's toys from the kids' mills when Garfield was in them. Dude, where did you get you just your parents like to get you Garfield stuff? Or you liked it? I liked Garfield stuff, so they're like, if we see Garfield, we'll just get it for Shane because he's going to be so stoked on it. I would go to the library. I would check out Garfield books and just read Garfield comics and just laugh and laugh and laugh. I love. I hated Mondays and I loved lasagna. That was the kind of twelve-year-old yeah energy that I brought to the table. Absolutely, that's the energy I would say you have now. You, I, I appreciate that, dude. So, do you think that I'm a Garfield? Yeah, I think so, dude. I don't think you've ever said anything nicer to me. I think that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Here's the thing. I don't think Heathcliff has the personality that Garfield has. No fucking way, dude. He d- he's not into it. And, I mean, did Heathcliff get movies where he was voiced by Bill Murray? No. He did not. That You waited way too long to answer that. He did not. <laughs> uh, he sure didn't. Let me tell you. Um, Garfield, Tale of Two Kitties, is the greatest cinematic masterpiece that has ever been made, ever. Say it. Because Say it louder a- and prouder, please. Garfield, yes. Tale of Two Kitties, is the greatest thing that has ever happened to American <laughs> cinema. Yes. Bill Murray was not in that one. He what? He didn't voice Garfield in both movies? I don't think he did. I'm pumped out now. Uh, so he, I'm on Wikipedia, the uh, America's source for everything. Uh, Heathcliff, according to his personality, tends to act superior to the other neighborhood cats and is usually considered to be one of the toughest cats in his town. He is smarter. Garfield, Garfield brings that, that aura, but I don't think he considers himself to be tough. Yeah, which, listen, I like a tough, I like a tough cat. He is no, smarter I, than most like of the neighborhood cats and has a habit of stealing food and causing trouble. Although he may appear to be a bad guy, he truly cares about his friends, family, and girlfriend, Sonia. He also tends to be romantic, especially towards Sonia, and will become jealous when he sees her mingle with another cat. He loves pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Season 69. Uh, <laughs> I love that every time I say something sexual, you say season 69. That's my favorite new bit. Heathcliff is a pet for both Mr. and Mrs. Nutmeg and co-owned by Iggy Nutmeg. Who brought? Uh, who did that one song? Uh, the Iggy... Seven Nation Army. No, Iggy Azalea. I- Iggy Pop? Iggy Fancy? Pop. Yeah, 
cares deeply for Sonia, even to the point of going out of his way to steer her away from her other love interest. Two pussies. (laughs) This this is first shown in the pilot episode titled The Great Pussini. When Sonia chases Pussini and claims he is the one she loves, as seen in the majority of other Heathcliff episodes, she is usually drawn by Heathcliff's heroic deeds in the end, making their relationship unbreakable. Oh my goodness. What if we just get super deep into Heathcliff? I'm not into it. I don't like the animation style. I don't mm-hmm. think there's as memorable characters as Odie. Odie's cool. Fucking what uh Nermal. Yeah. John Arbuckle. Yeah. Uh that hot cat with the lips. Odie. Odie. I said Odie. I'm mostly in it for Odie. I'm a big Odie mark. Maybe I just like Garfield because of Odie. <laughs> Odie's a dumb piece of shit and I love it. I think I'm the Garfield and you're the Odie. That's why we get along so well. Thanks for just calling me a dumb piece of shit, bud. Hey, man, if the shoe fits. <laughs> <laughs> there's a snake in my boot. Um, there, if there's a snake in your boot. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just not into... Heathcliff, it's just not for me. And I don't think other people should like him either. I don't think it's for either one of us. And I think I if, think that it is a direct, it's a direct competition. Yeah. With, like, I believe Heathcliff is the Burger King to Garfield's McDonald's. Yeah. It's like Marvel and DC. But hang oh. on. Hang on. Hang on. This is it's it is but it's not, right? Because Wait, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you say anything? Well, yeah, I agree. He is like that, but let me say this. Okay. I think McDonald's and Burger King are comparable. Sometimes you want McDonald's. Sometimes you want Burger King. I don't ever want Heathcliff. There's <laughs> That's a, the truth. I don't. There's not a timeline where I'm like, man, I could really use a nice slice of Heathcliff right now. Uh-uh. It, never, it will never get the job done. Hey, um, were there ever Heathcliff nightgowns for moms? Wow. I don't know. No. Google it. There were always Garfield ones. Heathcliff, nightgowns. I don't know anybody that doesn't like Garfield. Yeah, I don't even know that it's not like Garfield. I think it's like that likes Heathcliff over Garfield. Maybe they're not comparable. Maybe we need a different cat. Okay. Name another famous orange and black cat. Tony the Tiger. All right, you said cat dog. I said Tony the Tiger. Let's start with cat dog. Okay. Is okay. Are we comparing Garfield and cat dog? Yes. I think we should compare Heathcliff and cat dog. Okay. Yeah. Uh, cat dog is way better. Where does cat dog shit? It doesn't, as far as I know. There's just a lot of hairballs, apparently. 
Do they I, share the same dick? Listen, I think you're thinking way too hard into it. Um, I just want to know the physics of their body and their gastric system. Yeah. Gastrointestinal system. I want to know how they shit. I want to know how they come. Season six. I want to know the, the in and outs of cat dog. <laughs> I want to know how cat dog does the in and out. You know what I'm saying? I think Is cat dog asexual. I think we have to think about it through media. The only ways we've been shown and uh, the only way I can think of is through the human centipede. Um, okay. Maybe can like a, cat dog reproduce or is there just one cat dog forever? I think there's only ever one cat dog, right? Okay. So how did cat dog happen? Was it a lab? Was it a cat and dog that boned and things went awry? Was there any uh, toxic waste involved? What do we know? What do we know about the origin of cat dog? They, uh, they're friends with a New York, uh, a New York rat. I remember that. We've talked about this before. We don't need to delve into it. Cat dog doesn't need a bathroom, but this isn't. Yeah, you're getting way left field, which is fine. But this the point we do. But uh, cat dog is way better than Heathcliff. I agree. They're funnier. Even with their freakish body. Yeah, they got a weird body. Okay, so you this guy also has a weird body? Me, dude. I'm cat dog. This says a genetic trait allows them to eat all they want consequence-free. Their bodies then break the food down from the inside. Oh. They don't need to waste. That rules. Yeah. Okay, I feel better. Um... Tony the Tiger and Heathcliff. I think Tony the Tiger is great. Yeah, I, I think uh, he's never done anything bad. Except I for think. steroids, maybe. <laughs> yeah, except for juice. <laughs> uh, which is fine, you know. You know, in Within small. a certain context. He's yeah. not... He's not well, never mind. I was going to say that he doesn't compete in sports, but I've seen him in those soccer commercials. Right, but okay, so let me ask you this. Is it fine if it's not the Olympics? I think it is. I think if I it's think, not professional, I think any amateur sport you could be on steroids and it's fine. Well, I tell you what, I think uh, we should do steroids in professional sports. I think that we should just do steroids. You and I. Jack. <laughs> I think... I agree. I'm. I think we're on the same page. But <laughs> in professional sports, the point is one: everyone's on steroids. Games go a lot faster. Yeah, they die earlier, so we don't have to spend millions of dollars on athletes. <laughs> and that's why Sandra Bullock is the greatest actress of all time. That's why we love Sandra. <laughs> She's pro steroids. Let's not make any claims like that. Allegedly. Allegedly. Thank you. This is parody. So Catdog's parents found them as a baby, and then they were blown away by a tornado. And then they find their parents later. Oh, their parents is that big, crazy-looking frog thing. Oh, that's Full names right. are Mother and Mother. Yeah. 
That's right. I forgot about that. Cat Dog's mother is a Sasquatch, and Cat Dog's father is a frog with the nose. Cat Dog's father is voiced by Billy Bob Thornton. What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, talk about it. Crazy show, but just like better than Heathcliff. Yeah, that's it. All right, let's let's uh, let's wrap this bastard up. Do it. Hey guys, thank you for listening. Um, Thank you. Please join our Patreon. We got a lot of cool stuff we're planning on. Uh, If you can't afford it, that's fine. Just like share this with a friend. We're trying to grow our audience. We're trying to get back into it. We want to make a bunch of people smile. We just want to kiss, you know? Yeah. So so let's let's spread it with your friends. Season Season 69. 69. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you to Dog Cops for our theme song outrageous off the ep zang they're so good support those boys the zang zone on twitch and support the zang zone podcast love those guys you can follow me on all forms of social media at shane is rad you can follow austin at austin jones tn you can follow the podcast at nice boys podcast uh interact with us on social media say some stuff give us your favorite quotes i would love it if you just say lines from the show out of context because i don't remember a word i've ever said on here that's a good point so that'd be a lot of fun to see if we can guess who said it stuff like that so just send us your favorite quotes from episodes of the pod uh do you have any parting words me yeah Oof! wow um i do not this was good thanks battery daddy you were always a good father than these batteries on Twitter.